Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thanks for joining me on a new episode of Best and Worst Track of the Week on the Music Viewer Podcast. My name's Josh, and today, yeah, we're just going through another Best and Worst Track of the Week. If you're new to Best and Worst Track of the Week, welcome. All Best and Worst Track of the Week is is me doing a weekly show where I take the new entries into this week's Billboard Hot 100 and review all of them for you with a letter grade and then pick one that's the worst and then pick one that's the best. That's literally all it is. We just go one by one. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining me today on this episode of the week of October 31st. So we're getting pretty late into the year now. Um, it's almost November, but anyways, uh, before I get started, I just want to let everyone know that a new review dropped yesterday covering the latest Omar Apollo album titled Apollonio. Uh, if you're not familiar with Omar Apollo, I suggest maybe checking out his stuff if you're a fan of R&B. Uh, check out the album if you have some time. Uh, he's sort of a mix between alternative R&B and bedroom pop, um, so yeah, had some de- had some thoughts on the album. I thought the album was decent overall. Um, and then yeah, if you haven't checked out the last week's best orange track of the week as well, kind of a light episode. If you have some time, it shouldn't take that long to listen to. But anyways, let's get started. So I'd say overall this week was very different from last week, mainly because we have more entries. Um, the movement on the charts kind of confirmed my. My suspicion two weeks ago that a lot of things were dropping and we're sort of seeing a shift and I think a lot of the shift is came in this week But I have to say the outlook on all this stuff isn't very good This this has been probably one of the more prominent duds on this uh, show in terms of quality uh, Coming in this week and I'd say a lot of it was subpar uh, so yeah, just forewarning there, uh, the best track of the week here. I, ha- I really had to dig it out of me to see which one I actually liked more between a couple songs, even though I didn't really like most of it. Um, but anyways, uh, just some highlights before we start. Mood by 24K Golden Ian Dior, still at number one this week. I thought that was sort of a surprise. I thought it's something else would have knocked it down, but it seems like it has a lot of momentum behind it. I don't mind that this track is on top. Underneath that, we have WAP at number two. That's also very surprising to me. I thought at some point WAP would have lost steam by now, essentially, essentially because we're already into fall and summer uh, has left us. But no, WAP is still around. Um, don't know really what the deal's up with that, if it's going to eventually die off soon or not. But it seems like it's still holding strong. And then an even more impressive feat, Blinding Lights by The weekend, still at number four this week. It didn't move up or down, but it held strong at number four compared to the other newer stuff around it. I think that's quite impressive. And then, um, to my dismay, Holy went up to number nine by Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper, one of our worst tracks of the week. Still have PTSD from listening to it. Uh, don't ever want to listen to it again if I can avoid it. But yeah, it's up to number nine this week, and I just really hope it's not uh, gaining any more traction because it's uh, just knowing Billboard and the general consensus. I can see this getting up a little bit higher, unfortunately. Uh, and then we have uh, One Beer by Hardy, one of our, our first ever worst track of the week, up to 37. Still some steam behind it. It's kind of getting into that upper quarter territory if it reaches up there who knows what can happen but uh on a positive note we have pretty heart by parker mccullen up to 44 slowly but surely it's still doing its thing it's grinding it out i'd like to see it get a little bit higher hopefully 
And to my surprise, a track that's jumped up uh, a little bit, not too much, You 2 Love by Neo and Jeremiah, up to 70. I thought this would at least drop out or be quite low at this point, but it, the fact that it went up shows a little bit of, I guess, uh, positive outlook. I'm not sure how much it can keep up, but I, I like seeing this uh, do well. And then our worst track of the week last week, Baby I'm Jealous by BB Rexa and Doja Cat dropped out. I didn't really know how much hit potential it has or still has, but I, it doesn't look good at this point. But also our best track of the week last week, Sophia by Claro, dropped out, which to, it wasn't a really surprise there. I I figured it wouldn't last too long because of its, I guess, indie nature. Uh, but anyways, let's go ahead and get into the tracks this week. First one was Champagne Night by Lady A. Uh, if Lady A sounds a little strange to you, that's because Lady A is Lady Annabellum, the country group that's been out uh, quite for quite some time at this point. They're probably around 15 years going. Um, they changed their name due to social justice, I guess, precautions. Uh, they came in at 100 this week with a kind of sanitary, uh, feel-good country track. Uh, there's a pretty standard jingly guitar hook in the introduction that is kind of dime a dozen to what they're trying to do. Uh, a syncopated guitar riff structuring the track when it gets to like the verses, giving it kind of like a tropical country flavor. I'm not a huge fan of that, unfortunately. And it's like this ode to drinking country track that we're kind of seeing pick up. I've been seeing a lot of kind of these songs lately, especially with last week, uh, A Hole in the Bottle. Um, anyways, uh, and another thing that I found interesting with this track is, I think it's from the show Songland, um, if you're not familiar with Songland, it's kind of like a, a, a game, not a game show, but just like a singing talent show, but a more technical approach with they bring on songwriters to write songs for big musicians, so I guess Lady Annabellum was the musician on that week, so... I guess that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the track to me just panders a lot to modern pop country aesthetics all throughout. Uh, kind of loses Lady Annabellum's or Lady A's charm of whatever they had over the past few years. Um, there's some rhythmic cadences in the chorus that kind of attest to that pop country pandering. Uh, Copy-paste guitar solo thrown into that could literally go on any other country song that's doing this type of stuff. Thought the track was okay. I gave it a C. The next track uh, was came in at ninety seven, titled "Pardon," featuring Little Baby by Ti. That's something, or that's someone we haven't heard in a while, or at least for me. Um, I guess Ti is still trying to keep his name somewhat relevant, but I don't think this track is really going to do him much favors. Uh, starting with like this really annoying production in the beginning that kind of samples these cheap synth sounding strings. Uh, and it, it does sample this one track that, uh, kind of, it kind of brings out the worst of the track, really. There's some chirpy instrumentation that's really annoying all throughout. 
T.I. honestly kind of just sounds like he has since for the past 20 years at this point. It's just phone it in T.I. in my opinion. Uh, this track is more of like an elongated track, so it does go through quite a few verses. The hook, in my opinion, isn't memorable, and Little, pa little Baby's on that, and anything he does on this track seems to outperform T.I. here, and that's not really a good thing, honestly. Uh, I feel like if T.I. really wanted to make a statement with something like this, he should have at least done a better job to make sure he was doing as good of a job as his feature um yeah it, it just it's a bit of a boring track that uh, could do without it i gave it a c minus and then the next track was so, uh, something i just can't get over uh honestly uh, honestly if you like this track i'm not gonna blame you but it's titled throat baby Parentheses Go Baby by BRS Cash came in coming in at 93. First time I'm encountering BRS Cash, I guess, long story short, he's an Atlanta guy, uh, kind of an innocuous trap rapper. That's kind of what I categorize him in. Uh, but th this song is just humorous. I don't really know if someone really genuinely enjoys this, but uh, this, the song is immediately greeted greeting you with this the track immediately greets you with this stupid hook and it's a song about exactly about what you think it's about you know go figure throat baby um the accompanying thin sounding guitar track here sounds gross as it's thrown in all throughout the track um the only part that i can really kind of get behind is like this build-up pre-chorus section right before the hook uh there's some angst to it at least there that I guess I can see the energy, I can hear the energy behind that. Um, but the production here just sounds cheap in so many areas. And with it being a track literally just about, uh, I guess, enveloping yourself and how much you enjoy getting ahead, um, it is humorous at some points, but I, I really don't see uh, how this is something someone's enjoying at the club. Not that people are really going to the club nowadays, but uh who's listening to this that's what i'm wondering who's just vibing at their house listening to throat baby uh no no offense if you are but i i just don't know how i can get behind a, a track in in, in my day-to-day -day life i guess uh, i give it a d the next track was uh happy does by kenny chesney coming in at 85 uh, I guess this was kind of like the standard country track we're getting this week with the exception of Lady A. Um, it's, it's an average Kenny Chesney track. Uh, there's some clear and rich production at times, especially on the more organic textures, like in the guitar. Uh, and again, th this is another country track that kind of just goes for the sanitary, happy-go-lucky type of mood to it. Um, and it sounds exactly like how you would expect Kenny Chesney to be on a track in 2020 doesn't quite sound like his best material but there's technically nothing wrong with it but that's all really i have to say about it i gave it a c the next track came in at 71 titled hate the way featuring black bear by g easy i think this is the first time i'm covering g easy i may be wrong but yeah, I don't think I have to really go further than that to explain. Jeezy's uh, just a rapper, in my opinion, that is kind of... He's kind of weaning off any fame he's had in the 2010s, in my opinion. 
if he unless he drops like a genre defining album or you know something that is completely unexpected i really don't see anyone caring about gez anymore at this point other than diehard fans um but yeah this track definitely doesn't even sound like a gez track if that is such a thing it sounds like a black bear track uh and it, it this track actually sounds a lot better than a lot of the stuff on that black bear album i'll give you that if this was on the black bear album i would have liked that gez continues to sound like a slightly more talented macklemore that's not a compliment uh and then the track is structured around this washed out guitar chord progression and trap beat it doesn't really sound all that great but it's something uh stylistically i'm not a fan of the rap song with the sung pop chorus song structure it's a tad bit predictable this is exactly what that track is it's predictable and blackbeard honestly seems to be the best part of this track i gave it a c minus Next track came in at the highest point uh, this week for new entries, Lonely by Justin Bieber, Benny Blanco. Um, I guess I'll shamelessly say, I guess I didn't know Benny Blanco was a force in the pop music industry as a producer, uh, but if that's exactly all there is to this for Benny Blanco. He just did the production here, and uh, it's kind of minimal at best. Like, there isn't any, you know, flashy gimmicks or anything like that. This is a really exposed track and a ballad that I was surprised to see Justin Bieber do. The track is structured with this light and warm organ key sounding texture. Uh, the vocal performance by Justin Bieber is pretty well performed. It's emotional at times and it's an exposed track overall. He does sell what he's doing. There's a somewhat of a dark aesthetic mixed in with all that lyricism about how he's, you know, sad. And it seems to fit Justin Bieber decently. Uh, but let's be honest here. Like if this track were more upbeat, poppy, and just given more flashy production. This is just a Jean Bellion track, right? I, I, that's what I see it as, at least. Uh, I'm just not sure what to think about. The The only thing that really bothered me about this track, honestly, it's the lonely whimpering uh, line that doesn't sit well with me. The, the part where he's actually singing the title of the track, where he's going on on this kind of like fluctuating high note back down it sounds like yodeling almost that's what i what it sounded like to me i'm not going to attempt to imitate it um but um uh, i i struggled this almost got best track of the week but i just couldn't do it after i it it got in my head with the yodeling comparison so uh, i give it a b though but yeah now we're at that point where i will go ahead and go over the worst track of the week uh, this week's worst track of the week, honestly, is probably, I, I say it a lot every week, but the charts continue to surprise me. It's probably one of the worst tracks I've gotten on this show. Uh, it's up there with uh, with uh, Holy by Justin Bieber. Um, it's up there with that one Taylor Swift song that I just couldn't hate off of Folklore. Uh, but anyways... The track is titled Cancelled by Larry, or Larry, I don't know the intention of this, to 
put it as plain as possible. This is just novelty music for social media followers, for social media personality. And when I was listening to this, I didn't know that. I kind of suspected it because of the nature of the track. And it didn't really take me that long to confirm it because even Wikipedia lists his music as novelty. That's pretty much all you need to know. Uh, the delivery and performance of this whole entire track are super subpar in terms of rapping. Uh, it's just the same flow and sort of mannerisms thrown again in a sort of uh, loopy sort of manner. Uh, and it's really annoying. Uh, yeah, it's like this recycled flow with all these pop culture internet references. There is a beat switch on here that it's one of these very popular beat switches that got popular on TikTok and all this. Um, yeah, it, and I, out of curiosity, I listened to some other of Larry's tracks and he uses the same freaking beat on all of his music for the most part. And it's on this track. So it, it's a gimmick. Uh, it's a total gimmick. Uh, it's, it's just this track about call out culture and cancel culture. And I suspect Larry is really just a part of like this huge problem we have right now online with, uh, it being such a toxic place. But anyways, worst track of the week here. I struggle to even call this, uh, music. Um, but, uh, if this is someone's cup of tea, I mean, more power to you if you can really enjoy what's coming out of this track. Um. The next track, the best track of the week was a bit of a struggle, honestly. Um, I don't even know if I ra would rate it technically higher than Lonely, but it just wasn't as annoying as Lonely at some parts. The track was Your Mind Still featuring Drake by Young Blue, coming in at 52. Uh, another clean guitar trap instrumental. I think it's sampled from a, sing a Sting song. Uh, the vocals come in nicely. Um, in the beginning of the track, at least. The vocal performance is at least believable for the most part. Uh, the track also has some nice rhythmic elements. There's a decent groove behind it. Uh, Drake does sound a bit nasally and in his higher range. I'm not sure if that's just me or if anyone noticed that. But on this verse, he sounds genuinely like hurt. Like He sounds sad. It's, it's really strange because it's just a feature. Uh, but yeah, it's just a different take on like the crooner type of R&B trap thing going on right now. And it's somewhat original. Um, apparently Young Blue is like a technically gifted rapper, but he mainly flexes the vocal chops here. I don't really know much else about him other than that. But um, yeah, best track of the week there. Like I said, it kind of won on a whim. I wasn't in love with this track, but... Uh, such is the way this show goes sometimes, but if you made it to the end of this episode, thanks for listening. My name's Josh. I'll be covering some more things soon. Look out for more album reviews, or just tune in next week if you're digging the podcast. Leave some feedback if you're on YouTube. If you like the podcast, like and subscribe. But anyways, take care of yourselves.